Come on, let's stand to our feet and give God some praise that we live in a country where we're free and we can say, Happy birthday, America. We are thankful to be in the home of the brave and the free. Amen? We take it for granted. Amen? We don't do a lot, but we want to say thanks, and that's, that's our way of saying thank you as a church to our military and everybody who always keeps us free in this great country of ours. If this is your first time at One Seed Church, welcome to One Seed Church. It's so simple. It's about the seed. We give the seed, we plant it in somebody else, and then they bring the harvest. God brings a harvest with prayer and fervent prayer, and then they recultivate the seed in the next person, and we grow the kingdom of God into millions of seeds. That's the vision here. We think we can accomplish that. We actually believe that. Yeah, we really believe that here at One Seed Church, or we wouldn't be standing here. But quick shout out, we got a special birthday girl in the house. Happy 28th birthday to, wait, no, 19th birthday to Zoe Clancy. Come on, give it up to Chloe, uh, Zoe. My daughter's Chloe. You have talked about my dyslexia before. I've formally diagnosed myself with it. So happy birthday, Zoe. We hope you have a great day and week. And actually, we got a birthday on Tuesday. Now to think about it, Michelle Gwaltney is turning on Tuesday. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Happy birthday, honey. You're the best. I couldn't do it without you. Not allowed to say the birthday, probably. I don't know. She's so young. I mean, people call and they say, is your mom home? And she's like, I am the mom. So that's a good thing. That's a good thing, but you know, it's 4th of July week, people are taking off work, some people go down to the lake, and you know, that just makes me think of dominoes, right? It just goes together, right? Dominoes, fireworks, clattering, changing, uh, boom, you know, crashing sounds, and in my neighborhood, they've already started uh, shooting off fireworks every year. It gets earlier. I think by next year, they'll be shooting them off in May for 4th of July. It's like, what happened to being on 4th of July? I think they're all burnt out by then. But my son, he's really into dominoes. Anybody knows what, know what dominoes is? I'm not talking about pizza. Come on now. Anybody know what a domino is? We got, oh yeah, we got some hands. Amen. We got some hands. We know what dominoes are. So he, he builds stuff with dominoes, kind of like this cool arrangement I got down here. Look how creative I am. I can build a straight line, mommy. That's what college got you. I can do a straight line. But Caleb, he can do this crazy, like, he, he's got, like, arrows and houses and castles and swirls. And he goes on YouTube, and he just tears it up, man. It makes me tired watching because it takes him so much time to build this intricate thing. He's built this picture out of his mind with the dominoes. And sure enough, you know, being uh, held victim to little siblings younger than him, Miss Kaylee, who also is turning three in July. Let's get up for Kaylee's birthday. It's just a birthday time of year. She's turning three. She looks one. It's okay. I'm over it. It doesn't make me bitter anymore when you think my child is one. It's okay. But anyway, she comes along, and when he's not looking, she just, dink, knocks them all down. Oh, daddy. 
What is the matter with you? Slow down. I can't understand. The kid, the kid like hyperventilates. This is not an exaggeration. She knocked down my dominoes, Dad. That's a quick translation. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. But, Dad, it took me like 14 days and, and 87 hours to build this thing. And, and Kaylee just came and knocked it over. Kaylee, did you do that? Yeah. Yeah. You, you're not convicted by this, Kaylee. Yeah. She just says it to everything. So the process starts over again. And week after week, Caleb rebuilds his thing. And then Kaylee sneaks in, sneaks in intentionally, that little conniving child, when he's not looking and dink, knocks it over. Poor kid, man. He just, he keeps starting over. It's, it's a domino crash. It's, it's kind of like lives, right? Like our life, we, we have these hills and valleys, right? And like sometimes we got our dominoes all lined up and it's all good. And sometimes then the dominoes fall down and we have to kind of put them up again if you're courageous. And some of us just keep them down and, you know, we, we can't stand to try to stand them back up. After so many times a little sister has knocked them over, we're not willing to finally try to stand them up again. But it's kind of like serving God. It's easy when life is good. Life is good, God is good. Amen, brother, pray for you. But when life takes an unexpected turn, sometimes for the worst, being faithful can be challenging as we often wonder if God is listening to our cries, is with us in the storm, and is going to intervene when we think he should. If we're only able to value the grace of God when there was no adversity in our life, what would that say about the depth of our faith? I'm faithful till domino starts falling down. Hmm. Will you glorify God when you have lost everything and are in the most barren places during your journey in this life. I want to go to Job chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Anybody out there know who Job is? Not Job, Job. Though in our culture it would be Job. It's spelled the same. I don't know. Long O versus short. I did bad in English. But people tell me it's Job. Job was the man. He was the man in the land. It says, there was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. And that man was blameless, upright, and one who feared God and shunned evil. Blameless and upright means he's a good dude. He's got it together. He's the real deal. He's honest. He's genuine. He's successful. He has it all, and he's the real, authentic American dream, except, you know, over there in Uz. He feared God. He was reverent to the Lord. He loved the Lord. He was faithful. The man was as perfect as a human could be for being in perfect creations, cursed by the curse of sin. Thank you. Adam and Eve. And seven sons and three daughters, he got ten children, were born to him. 
Also, his possession were 7,000, thousand, three zeros, sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 female donkeys, and a very large household. So that this man was the greatest of all the people of the East. So to today's equivalent, he'd be on cribs with his donkeys and his oxen and his sheep. He was a baller in the day. He had it together and he was the real deal. He wasn't artificial. He didn't have it all on a credit card. He actually had it all paid off. It was his, no debt. He probably did the Dave Ramsey program back then. Financial peace in Uz. So Job was flawless, as flawless as a person could be. But even Job had a challenge coming that he didn't expect. The title of my sermon today is The Domino Effect. The Domino Effect. See, where will you turn when all the dominoes have fallen in your life? Where will you turn when all the dominoes have fallen? Some of us haven't felt that. We've just felt a couple, and that was bad. But some of us have felt when there's nothing left. Life is barren. I'm on my knees. I'm shaved head. I'm like Job. But life is good, and God is good. And when life is good, it's easy to glorify God. It's the American dream. It's the American dream. We go to school, we get a job, we make lots of money, we go to college, that helps us get a better job, and we get all the things we want to get. And life is good, and God is good. And amen, brother, I love you. Yeah, God is good. Come to my church. Life is good, ha ha. Yeah, I love the Lord. Glory to the Lamb of God in the Most High as I stand before the throne of grace. Life is good, God is good. You know, you know, come on, God is good, right? Life is good, it's 4th of July, we don't have to go to work this week. Come on. It's easy when life is good to praise the Lord. I'm seeing the fruits of my labor going to go play on the lake, maybe catch a fish. I'm going to throw them back. I'm too lazy to cook them things. I'm surrounded by blessings, and I can't help but share the blessings with the world. Look at me, Instagram. Oh, they're coming this week. Gwaltney family coming. Let's, let's post some pictures. Let them know how blessed we are. I'm not going to lie. Do it. God sent us to this beach. God sent us to the Caribbean, guys. Selfies on the beach. Life is good. Thank you, Jesus. When I'm confident in the Lord, I want to share the Lord. It's so easy. It's easy. But where will you turn when all the dominoes have fallen in your life? Thank you, God, for all my blessings. I'm truly blessed. I'm grateful. I'm I'm, 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 I'm. It's easy, right? Life is good. We're throwing out, I'll pray for you. It's like coupons at Target. I don't know if you all shop at Target, but you good with the coupons. You can like triple stack them babies on them diapers. 
We had a wall of diapers. My kids are, well, one of them's still in pull-ups. But for a while, all my kids seemed like we're in diapers and formula, and we had the wall of diapers, and my, my wife would just, she, she'd go into Target, and she'd, she'd and we just watched it go, ding, 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 and it like dropped to a third of the price, and we were just throwing them out there. And that's how we are when life is good. We throw it, I'll pray for you, brother. Praying, hashtag praying. Oh, please pray for me on social media. Praying. That's how it feels, at least, when life is good. But where will you turn when all the dominoes have fallen in your life and you're the one needing the prayer? Well, that's, that's a little different. I feel invincible. Christ is king. I'm the king of the world, like Jack on the Titanic. Well, we know how that story ends. It's not that good. You know, Leonardo DiCaprio, remember? Growing pains when he was a cute little kid, grew up to be a movie star. Leonardo, come on, you guys know who Leo is? Come on, you with me? Thank you, Jesus. Life is good. Speak boldly. Life is so good. Who knew serving the Lord would be so easy? I'm going to quote scripture for you, brother. Amen. There you go. Life is good. But what happens when the dominoes start falling? Did it start to, this seemed like a good idea. Let's see what happens. They just, a little bit. Whoa, whoa. Okay. Well, I'm willing to go to the ground for my ministry. I'm going to pay for that later. They weren't supposed to all go down. I thought if I was Bruce Lee enough, I could whip out my ninja skill and stop it right there. Whew, that's tough. It's like a, it's like a snowball effect. When a couple fell, they all fell. You know, you've heard the phrase, when it rains, it pours. Let's go to Job chapter 1 again, but this time, let's look at verse 6. Job's got it together, but something's about to happen. The dominoes are going to start falling in Job's life. It says, now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, where you been, man? Where'd you... How'd you get here? So Satan answered and said to the Lord, from going to and fro on the earth and from walking back and forth on it. And the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil. So Satan is looking for someone to bring his darkness to, to crumble, to cripple. And God says, how about Job? What? God suggested it? God said, how about Job? But Job's life is good. Why would you do that, God? Why would you hand him Job? So Satan answered the Lord and said, does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him, God? Come on, you're protecting him. That's, that's, that's not fair play, God. That's not game around his household and around all that he has on every side, you have blessed the work of his hands and his possessions and have increased in the land. But now, stretch out your hand, God, and touch all that he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. And the Lord said, everybody say, the Lord said to Satan, behold, all that he has is in your power. Only do not lay on his person. Don't kill him. Don't lay a hand on his person. So Satan went out 
from the presence of God. Why would God do this? Job had all the, he's, he's like Donald Trump in this. He's got it all together. And the devil's looking for an attack on somebody, and God says, go ahead, just, you can have Job, but don't kill him. Why would God do that? To Job, of all people, the most faithful one, the one who was the most dedicated and upright and blameless man in all of Uz. It's like the Wizard of Uz. Instead of Oz. Uz. That was a joke, guys. <laughs> oh, struggling up here. Just kidding. You win some, you lose some. When it rains, it pours. Life is like a box of chocolates. What, what passage is that, Nick? That's Acts. You never know what you're going to get. Jenna? I didn't know Forrest was in the Once Seed Church translation. My faith is declared strong, but if it's not being tested, what good is it? God is setting Satan up, who is a fool, the father of lies. But Satan thinks he's about to win. That's how dumb he is. See, Satan has limitations. He, can't, he knows he can't proceed past a certain boundary unless God says, go ahead. He knows he can't win. But he's such a fool, he will try anyway. And if he can tempt you in the process, he just tarnishes mankind. This is not what I expected. See, Job, I'm going to have to fill you in because we can't cover the book of Job. Job ends up losing everything, including his children. Everything. The devil took everything except his person, his life. So Job is kind of hitting a slump here. He's not used to this. He's used to winning, but now he's losing. All the dominoes have started, and now they have truly fallen. Job's saying, I'm a good person. This is not what I expected. Why, when one bad thing happens, God, ten bad things hap have to happen? It's like me at the end of the year. I know it's coming every year, and I know I'm going to get that personal property tax, and I know the Christmas bill is going to come, and I know I'm going to pay that real estate tax, and I'm going to have to pay that, that business tax, and I'm going to have to pay uh, life insurance and all this stuff, and I'm going, why, God? Why does it have to be ten things at once? It's not fair. And I know it's coming. I'm a good person. When my confidence is shaken like Job's, I withdraw from the world. I no longer preach the good news because my troubles have got me distracted. Later in the book, Job's friend Eliphaz, I call him Eli, has to get him together. Job is kind of in the dumps. He says, bro, aren't you the one we look up to? Aren't you the one that has it together? Aren't you the one that isn't God's reverence enough to keep you upright? You're blameless in the sight of God, Job. You can't be acting like this. Everyone's confused because when Job went down, they all started going, Something, something's not right. But Job had never felt this before. And when life wasn't so good, he started questioning God. His view of God changed. Has anybody ever 
been in a situation where they started questioning God because it didn't go as they thought? Anybody ever felt that before? Come on, if you're with me, say, I got it. Do we practice what we preach? Am I a true follower of the king or a Fairweather fan? It's like marriage. You know, the, the honeymoon's over. Till death do us part. I took an oath until the honeymoon is over. This is not what I expected. I didn't know that about that person. I didn't know they would annoy me so badly that way. The dominoes fell in my life. And once I had to utilize my faith that I declared boldly before the throne of grace, I, I wasn't so sure that I had it anymore. I've been there. I've been there. In sickness and in health, Lord. You know, our relationship with Jesus is a marriage. He's the bridegroom. We are the bride. The body of Christ is the bride. It's till death do us part on this life and in eternal heaven together. It's the same. It's the same. The more strength we show in Christ, the more the devil is going to try to derail us. So what will you do when all the dominoes start falling in your life and there's none left? Will you hit the pits like Job? Satan loves to attack your mind. When I started this ministry, I, I had never felt what I felt at that point. Because the devil will try to twist your memory. If he can't get your finances and he can't get your actions, he'll try to get your mind. Because if he can destroy your mind, he'll stop you from taking action. And he started tarnishing my memory and, and planting things in my head that were causing me to twist things so badly from forever ago that I completely quit thinking about one seed church and where this place was going to go. This was in the early stages before we launched the church. I had just started building the ministry for like a year. And what I saw was happening is I just quit doing anything because my mind was full 24-7. You know it's like when you had that breakup and you can't get them out of your head and you're just like, oh, I don't, I don't want to think about this, you know, because they broke your heart and they're just stuck in your head. That's this what it was. It was, it was not that, but it's the same thing. It was this, this memory was stuck in my head and the devil just kept playing it like a, like a record with a crack in it and it just kept playing and I, I basically wouldn't, I quit working on the website and I quit working on all the legal stuff and I quit doing everything and I, I quit posting on social media and I just quit doing everything and then I, th I thought to myself wait a second this is too familiar this has happened before see I had felt the devil before not just on that level but that's what he wants to do and as soon as you recognize he's testing you he's bluffing boom you laugh it off and you move on and here we are. See, it happens to everybody. And I, I remember sitting there in the dark going, am I practicing what I'm, what I'm sharing? Is that going to help me now that I'm in that myself? Can I, can I apply this to my own life? I felt like a hypocrite because I was weak. And I'm telling everybody, be strong. But I said, if I'm going to dish it out, then I got to take it. And God said, if you want to be able to give it, then you got to feel the pain, my brother, my minister of God. Life is not so good always, Pastor Jeff. So if you want to be the role, then you got to feel the pain so you know what you're getting into. Changed my life. 
It changed my life. I got out of that funk, and now I see it. The devil is continuous, and he knows now not to come near me. I laugh it off. It's spiritual warfare. And if you let him into your mind, he will proceed. He can take my income. He can cause tension in my family. He'll try any way he can. He'll try to take your marriage. He'll try to take your children. He'll try to take everything you own and leave you with nothing like he did Job. Nothing. No ox, no sheep, no children, no household. Nothing. I just can't seem to catch a break. One bad thing keeps happening after the next. How many of you feel like you just can't get a break sometimes? It just keeps happening. All you want is to catch your breath, but the pressure of the dominoes just keep falling, and you can't catch a break. I'm a servant of the king, says Job. This doesn't make sense. Why me, God? Let's go to verse 20. This is at the end. Job has lost everything. It says, then Job arose, tore his robe, shaved his head, and he fell to the ground and worshiped, and he said, Naked I come from my mother's womb, and naked I shall return there. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. And this is the best part, and everybody say it together, but blessed be the name of the Lord. Come on. Blessed be the name. Come on. Come on. Are you with me? Are you awake? Help me out here. Come on. If you believe it, shadow with me. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The guy is naked, okay? He's bald. He's lost everything. He has no reason to bless anybody. And he says, but blessed be the name of the Lord. That's some faith right there. That's some faith right there. I don't know if I could be that faithful. But see, God knew what Job would do. God knew. That's why he picked Job, because he knew that Job would never turn his back. Never, to the point of being naked, bald, to the, from, the, from the womb I came, and that's where I go. I don't need anything else, because I've got you, God. Amen? It's powerful. Could it be you're distracted by your success? Could it be God is part of your life, but he's not the center of your life? Because remember, if serving God was easy, this place would be popping at the seams. If serving God was easy. I had a guy, I wasn't gonna share this, but it's fitting. I posted a video. He posts, shut up, exclamation point. A church sharing the good news, inviting the church. He posts, shut up. I said, thank you, Jesus. Oh, yeah, that guy's struggling. That's conviction right there. If you got nothing better to do than post shut up on a baby church, then you are seeking God and you don't even know it, and God wants your heart so bad, and you're about to crack, baby. It happens over and over. People freak out because the devil is tormenting them so bad, and Jesus wants to get their heart so bad, and they want to fight it, and they'll go posting shut up on somebody they don't even know. And then the post got a like by somebody else. I almost, I almost wanted to say, hey, guys, I think you both should come to church. We'll talk about this. I count it as joy 
because you're making a noise, and when you make a noise, God can work. You don't make a noise, and you just say, everything's fine. Let's not touch people. Let's not really reach out and get our hands dirty. Nothing changes. So I was excited. I thought, this is awesome. I got people. I got haters already. Thank you, Jesus. Making a noise. I'm glad. Come on. My faith is in vain unless it's being tested and proven. And God is not the source of your pain. He is the solution to your pain while you're in it, like Job. God can't stretch me unless I'm being tested. When life is good, like I said, it's easy to glorify God. But where will you do, where will you go when you say, why me, God? And like Job, God never, Job never turned his back on God, and God ended up restoring everything Job had. Everything. He got it back. He got it back. Will you bless God or curse him when you are got no dominoes left? You need a test. I needed a test, and it, it was not fun, man. It was awful. But I'm so thankful God tested me because without a test, I didn't know what I was doing. I had to feel it. Pray for God to lead you towards his will. And your test and your dominoes falling may be how he's doing just that. We can't forecast the journey. When we try to plan it our way and say, God, you do it this way, that's when it's going to come tumbling down. Know that you will be tried if you want his will. Am I a paper Christian or am I a servant? of the almighty king of the world, Jesus Christ. In those dark times I had, I had to get it together and go, wait a second, I serve the Lord of all creation. The devil can't stop this. What a joke to think he can. He is with me. He knows my heart. And in the good times and in the bad times, he'll see me through no matter what. Where will you turn when all your dominoes have fallen? So I was talking about Caleb. The kid's got a sweetheart. He's sensitive. And he also plays dominoes at... His Grammy and Papa's, they live next door. It's kind of weird, I know. Everybody says it's like everybody loves Raymond. Never watched the show, but evidently it's a similar situation. The parents live next door to the children. So he, these are actually from my mother's house. These are dominoes from when I was a kid, actually. I used to play with these. He's got his own set we have at our house, and he's got this set that my mom pulls out that he gets to play with at her house. And he's doing the same thing over there, and this time, this is a few weeks, months later. He's finished playing, and my dad is there, Papa. And he starts tearing down the dominoes himself. And my dad says, but KK, you spent all this time. You're just going to knock them down? He says, it's okay, Papa. I can just build it again. I can just do it again. See, as long as you got air to breathe, the dominoes can come back up. Sometimes that's what you need is a clean slate. You can't rebuild because you're not willing to tear down the trash that's keeping you from building the nice new foundation. You with me? You got to let them go down sometimes if you want to stand them back up and you want them to stay up. 
So that touched me. I never forgot that story that my little son was having a revelation and didn't even know it. He knew that if the dominoes fell in his life, he could just start standing him up again because he knows God is able. Can you guys stand to your feet with me? As we go about this 4th of July week, God picked Job because he knew his faithfulness. God knows what you're going to do. He's not dictating what you do, but he knows what you will do ahead because he planted every seed of hair on your head. He knows the outcome from the beginning, but will you know what you're gonna do when the dominoes start falling? Do you know that you will be faithful no matter what when it looks like there is zero chance? When you're on your knees, the shaved head, barren, naked, will you still, blessed be the name of the Lord. I challenge you. Maybe some of you are feeling like Job right now. If you endure through faith, your peaks and valleys will subside and you'll be on top of that mountain again. Jesus is with you in the good times in the bad times, whether you understand the situation or not, he is still there. It doesn't change anything. He said, I will never forsake you. You call upon my name, I will come to you. He didn't say, I'll show up later. He says, I will come to you. He comes running to you like a mighty rushing wind of God. If you call on his name, if we could bow our heads, some of you have never been to church. Some of you have been to church and have different relationship levels with God. But maybe today as a church, we're gonna renew our vows and say, God, I'm gonna press the reset button. I'm gonna start clean. I'm gonna renew my vows with you, Lord, because I wanna be faithful to the end faithful to the end. If I expect the blessings in the good times, I must recognize the tribulations in the bad times that God is actually going to bless us with. I can't forecast how, but I know who. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we call on your name. Touch us as we go on this week. Let us be safe and have fun and get some R&R &R with the holiday, but let us never take for granted that you would leave us, not leave us, know you were there, and remember you in the most barren places, and know that we can rebuild and rebuild no matter what the situation. We come to you in your mighty name, and we call upon your name, Jesus, the greatest and only name given among men amongst me will be saved if we call on you. We ask all these things in Jesus' name, and everybody say, amen.